What's going on, guys? And welcome back to another episode of the Resilient Body Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Arnika, the not-so-typical chiropractor. And today I want to share with y'all um, a shorty but goodie. I want to talk to y'all about this quote, this saying that I didn't make up. I heard somewhere, and now it's been something that's been consistently being running through my mind, something consistently I've been telling my clients. And that is, nothing changes if nothing changes. Now I'm going to run that back one more time. Listen again. Nothing changes if nothing changes. So I've been hitting my clients and potential clients with some tough love lately. I like to say, all right, real talk. You're telling me how much time you're sitting at your desk. You're spending at least eight plus hours sitting in that same spot, tunnel vision, because you're working on thousands of things, right? You're skipping meals. Maybe you're not taking, you know, you're taking water breaks, sipping on water. You're not moving your body, things like that. And if you continue to not change those things, then the things that you are feeling in your body, those aches and pains, that tension, those headaches, are not going to change. And that's real. We all, what they say, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Think about it that way. If you're complaining about the aches and pains you're feeling in your body, how many headaches you're getting throughout the day, things like that, but you continue to not sit at your desk, to not move, to not hold boundaries for yourself and your own body, then nothing's going to change. And that's how we lead to things starting to build up upon each other and lead to bigger issues down the road. It's like the compound effect, right? Now a certain small low back pain now leads to man. Now like, are my glutes working? I'm feeling this sciatic stuff. Things that maybe you have never even experienced before. But what are we doing? We're sitting at that desk for eight plus hours a day and we're not moving our bodies. So that has to change. Something that gets to me is that I have people tell me when they come in on their first visit and we're going through, you know, their story because I want to hear it uninterrupted. They tell me what's wrong. They tell me, like, I know I don't move a lot from my desk. I know I don't stand up enough. I know it's because I spend, someone told me, 12 hours at their desk on a daily without moving, skipping meals, no lunch. And I'm looking at them like, you know all these things. What are we going to change? What are we going to do about it? I feel like the biggest thing that causes us not to change as much is we think that we have to go all or nothing. Or we have to go, the term I like, cold turkey, right? Meaning that, okay, I haven't been doing anything for these past couple months. I've been sitting at this desk for 8 to 12 hours. But now I need to make sure, oh, I spent 30 minutes. I'm going to get up, get dressed, and go do a workout. Now, that sounds awesome. And if you have the time and boundaries to do that, Go for it. But you don't have to go cold turkey. You can start slow. A couple techniques that I'm going to share with you or actually tips that I'm going to share with you are things that I give my clients for them to take baby steps into changing their daily routine. I don't expect you to go from I'm sitting in eight hours a day to, okay, now freaking I'm getting up and I threw an hour in between my day to go work out. I don't expect that big of a change. But what I do expect and some tips that I give my clients is one, setting hourly movement timers. 
So whether that's on your phone, your watch, your computer, but setting an hourly timer. Sometimes you're right. You can be sitting there working on a project. You look up, started at eight. It's now 11 o'clock and you have been sitting in that same spot, most likely hunched over, going to town on that keyboard, wrist hurt and neck feels tight. Maybe you're clenching, shit's stressful, but we continue to push through those three hours. So a huge tip is setting an hourly timer, an hourly movement timer. And you know that every time that timer goes off, I'm either standing up to do something in front of my desk. Maybe it's as simple as I push back. I take a couple breath something that involves you moving the position that you are currently in and that doesn't have to be 20 minutes I encourage people to start off small so start with 60 seconds anyone can do anything for 60 seconds right so start off small start off small with a 60 second timer after you hit their hourly timer and just start ingraining some of these practices into your daily routine you'd be surprised how much how things start to change if you just take that baby step another thing is A lot of us are having a lot of these Zoom meetings, right? Because things are online now. Even if some people are going back hybrid, we're still doing these meetings, whether that's on Zoom meeting, whatever people use. I have no idea. But do we have times between those meetings? Even if you can't block those off, then something I encourage you to do. Here's another tip. Take five diaphragmatic breaths before and or after each meeting. So before you go into that meeting, five diaphragmic breaths can take less than 60 seconds, but take the time, take those five breaths, go into your meeting. At the end of that meeting, take another five before you transition onto your next activity. See how much that changes your day. People don't understand, and I also did a podcast about um, how the importance of breathing, so you can check that out on the previous podcast, I'm sorry, previous episode. But what I did mention is the fact that we don't know how much control our breath has over us. And if we can do things as taking those five diaphragmatic breaths before and after, we can calm down our nervous system, we can chill a bit, we can kind of help release before we transition, and we can kind of see where our body is maybe we've been tensioning up tensing up before this meeting or during this meeting because people have been asking the same dumb questions the entire time right that you've already put in an email that you've already put in notes and you're like this is wasting my time I can only imagine how much tension you were having then so taking those breaths afterwards allows you to calm down bring those shoulders down release some tension in our upper traps and neck and allow you to get on to the next activity so that's something that doesn't take long doesn't involve you getting up from your desk it just involves you making a choice that that's what you're going to do before and after last but not least i'll give you another one so hopefully you are drinking water i know a lot of y'all drinking coffee but i hope some water is in there throughout the day so something you can do is every time you pick up your um your tumbler every time you pick up your water is to do some type of movement in the upper back prime example i give is a brugger hold We spend so much time in this position where we're kind of hunched over, our shoulders are rolled forward, and we're sitting like our traps, our top of our shoulders are up in our ears, jaw tension, so much going on. We sit in this position for X amount of hours. So when you take that sip of water, I want you to just reverse that. And this move is called the Brugger's Hold. If you want to see an example of it, you can check us out on YouTube at Resilient Spine or even on Instagram at Resilient Spine. And in there, you'll see a Brugger's Hold. All we're doing is the opposite of that. We've been crunched in so much, and now we're opening up. We're pulling our shoulders back. We're pulling our shoulder blades down and back together, and we're breathing. So if you notice that one movement is bothering you the most, let's just start by making it an opposite movement and doing an opposing movement, which is what that Brugger hold hold is. So 
getting back to what we started with, nothing changes if nothing changes. I just gave you three ways that you can start implementing into your daily life in order to change something. Because what I don't want to hear is, hey, I know what I've been doing. I know I haven't been moving as much, but I'm still having these back pains. I'm still having this neck tension. I don't understand what's going on. Yes, with my approach that we do in person, I can definitely help you with those aches and pains. But something that I'm telling every client is that, yeah, I can help and guide you, but ultimately, this is a team teamwork. We have to work together and you have to put in as much effort as you can on your end and decide that you're going to move and do something different so that your body changes. I can only do so much. You control your own body. So what are you going to do about it? I hope that these three tips that you choose to commit to at least one of them for the next five days and see how much your daily routines change. All right. So I hope you found this episode today super valuable. Going back to nothing changes if nothing changes. Let that brew in your mind and see if that resonates with you. All right. Showing y'all some tough of the day, some real talk. I appreciate y'all. Follow us for the next episode, follow us over at Instagram on Resilient Spine and talk to you guys on the next episode. Yeah.